Hi everyone, I'm Erica Carbajal with Becker's Healthcare, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode where we'll discuss what leaders should know about health system and ASC partnerships. We're thrilled to be joined by Eric Burke, founder and CEO of Atlas Healthcare Partners. Eric, welcome, and thanks so much for being on today. Thank you, Erica. Appreciate the time. Yeah, so before we get into the rest of the discussion, let's start off by giving listeners some context. Can you touch on why health systems are interested in partnering with ASCs and vice versa, as well as some of the benefits and opportunities here? Yeah, that's a great place to start. I think um, if you really look at where healthcare is going and the quadruple aim um, that some people use, I think if you want to ultimately have the right outcomes and and the right quality um, for the, the patients, the, uh, the right cost of care from an affordability standpoint, the right patient experience, and then also the right physician experience, ASCs are, are perfectly suited for that in the outpatient setting. And I think hospitals more and more now um, need to have an outpatient um, site of service and an outpatient network. Uh, they're moving beyond being hospital companies and becoming integrated delivery networks, and ASCs really provide all four of those quadruple aim components in a very, um, very high quality way, and um, really can support the health systems as they become integrated delivery networks that, that need to have outpatient capacity, ORs and procedure rooms in their communities. So I think there's, there's a lot of benefits, and then the opportunities are significant as more and more health systems are also becoming um, either insurance companies in their own um, regard, they're, they're taking on risk, they're launching insurance products. And so cost is becoming um, significant for them and, and they need to be able to, to manage that cost and that risk. They're also um, employing more physicians. Um, they need those physicians to have a place to practice that's very high quality. They need to have surgery centers that are ultimately um, in line with their, their brand and their, their quality of care. Um, and then I think patients are, are ultimately looking for more options. They're realizing that um, healthcare is expensive and patients are, are more on the hook than ever for, um, for the bill. And so they're looking more as consumers now for options. Um, and then I think uh, insurance companies obviously are, are looking to shift care to lower cost settings. And so there's just so many reasons, I think, from a, a macro level standpoint, why surgery centers are well positioned and why health systems are are um, starting to embrace them as an important part of their network. Yeah, thanks, Eric, for, for touching on some of those macro level trends in terms of the benefits of ASC partnerships, really supporting that quadruple aim, as you mentioned. I know more and more hospitals are really starting to accept and, and understand that more things are moving, moving outpatient and as well, you mentioned the, the insurance angle too, is hospital and health systems start to enter that realm and really understand the need and feel the need to manage those costs a bit more. Can you next touch on how ASC management can support ASC health system partnerships and why this management support is really essential versus health systems trying to do it on their own? Yeah, it's a great question that we get a lot from our health system partners. And you know, I think it's... Um, it's really challenging um, as a health system to, to really try to do everything. You know, when you really look at their delivery network and, and all the different levels of care that they're trying to provide, 
it's extremely difficult, I think, to be an expert at everything. And then to also resource it, the health systems are under more financial pressure than, than ever. I think coming out of COVID and, and with you know, reimbursement pressures and, and ultimately this out migration from a um, from an outpatient standpoint. So it's difficult, you know, to ultimately build an in-house team that has the right expertise, the right bandwidth, um, uh, the right experience from an ASC standpoint. And it also becomes really redundant. You know, I think if you if you were to do that, if every health system built their own in-house ASC team, um, it would just, again, cause more cost um, to be added to the system and, and kind of go the wrong direction. And so I think a lot of health systems are realizing that this is a great opportunity for partnerships where you bring in a, a trusted partner um, on the management side that does this every day. You know, they're, um, they're able to then focus on other parts of their business and really uh, trust that the management company um, can help them on the, on the ASC side, both from a, a strategy standpoint, as more and more care is shifting out of the hospitals, there's a lot of strategy involved with when do you shift it and, and where do you shift it? Um, and then the development side of it, if you're looking as a health system to buy surgery centers, that's it's competitive. Um, it can be expensive and you, you want to make sure that you're buying the right surgery centers at the right price, especially from a fair market value standpoint. And then once the center has been either acquired or built, you know, in, in some cases you need to, to build a new center from a de novo standpoint or convert a HOPD to your ASC. There's a lot of complexity there. Um, it can be expensive and ultimately, um, you know, high risk if you don't do it right. And then once it is operational or um, within the health system network, you need to be able to manage it. And so that's really where a management company comes in is they bring that expertise and, um, and bandwidth to, to help the health systems through those various steps. Yeah. And to follow up on that, you know, as health systems realize that all these reasons that it, it's not the smartest move to, to try and do this on their own from a cost perspective, resource standpoint, all those things you mentioned, what are some common concerns or hesitations that system leaders have in working with an ASE management partner? And how does Atlas address those? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like anything, you need to pick the right partner. And this is a really big decision. And so I think some of the common concerns or hesitations are, um, does this management company um, ultimately have my interests in mind? You know, I think finding alignment from a, a mission, vision, value standpoint, first, first and foremost, is really important. And then ensuring that the management company has the, the scale and the, the resources to, to really fully execute on the health system strategy. And it, it really should begin with the strategy of where does the health system want to be over the next three to five years from an ASC network standpoint, and then developing that, that playbook as really the guide and then executing on the playbook. So picking a partner that can really be there for the long, long term with you um, is really important. I do think there's some key terms around, you know, do you split um, the ownership with your management company? Um, there's some management companies that um, are equity partners and some that are not. I think that's an important decision to be made. I think there's also the you know, control and the governance ultimately of the ASC network. Um, some of the management companies you know, expect to be the majority owner with uh, financial consolidation and, and control. And so I think 
that's obviously a big decision um, that health systems need to make. And then finding a, a partner that can really work well with the physicians, whether they're employed or independent. And so it's uh, it really is a big step to pick the right partner. Um, I think from an from an Atlas standpoint, we've um, tried to address these concerns. We're we're um, we're privately owned um, with our health system partners, so they're actually investors in Atlas in addition to being joint venture partners. Um, we've intentionally not um, brought in private equity or, or sold to um, the competition like some of the other management companies um, have done so that we can be fully aligned with our health systems as partners and then working with them on um, what their three to five year plan is and, and how we can ultimately be very integral to that plan and help them execute through each different phase. Yeah, it sounds like trust and, and ongoing conversations are a big part there. And I think unique to hear about how Atlas is privately owned with, with their physician partners. And Eric, why is it so important for health systems to have a fully integrated partner for ASE management? I know we touched on this a little bit, but can you draw that out a little bit more in terms of what fully integrated really looks like and, and share some benefits you've seen with this approach? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think, um, you know, when, when we really start working with the health system, we spend a lot of time really understanding their market. Every market is different. And, and some of the larger health systems have um, multiple markets. And so really understanding what they're trying to accomplish with their ASC strategy and, and sharing some lessons learned and case studies um, from uh, some of our other um, joint venture partnerships, and then helping them really define where do they need to have surgery centers? Um, what kind of surgery center? It's not just geographic in nature. It's also specialty specific. Um, I think, you know, each market is different in terms of you may need some multi-specialty centers that are closer to the um, hospital campuses as care does shift out of the hospitals. Um, having a surgery center on campus or near campus is a really good strategy. And then there's other times where you can have a single specialty center, like a GI center, an ophthalmology center. We're now doing cardiovascular centers as single specialty surgery centers, orthopedic surgery centers. And those can be out in the community depending on, on where the physicians are and really where the patients are. So really looking at it from a, um, a network strategy standpoint and integrating with their, their goals and strategy, and then applying a timeline to it. You know, some health systems want to be more offensive on the, on the front end, go out and acquire market share by buying centers and, and going into new markets, and then potentially having a more secondary defensive phase down the road if there's less pressure, pressure to shift out of the hospitals. And then some health systems are, are in a more defensive mode um, out of the gates where they do need to have their own surgery centers pretty quickly to move care into if the insurance companies and um, physicians are, are pressuring them to do that. So it really depends on the market and where the health system is at, but that level of integration is critical. We are exclusive partners with our health system partners in each market. So we would never own a surgery center without them or compete against them. And I think that's really important. That way you're fully aligned and, um, and you both benefit from the, the execution of the strategy. Yeah, it sounds like Atlas really takes their time with this in terms of taking into account health systems interests and, and looking at those individual markets, like you mentioned, and taking all that into account to really build this framework of where 
health systems want to go in creating that individualized timeline. Um, and I know you mentioned your health system partners. So I know Banner Health has partnered with Atlas since 2018. So over those last five years, where have you seen success and what do you think really contributed to that success? Um, and as well, if there's any challenges you want to mention there. Yeah, no, it's, um, they were our first JV partner and, um, really we initially formed Atlas to help Banner launch its ASC strategy in their core markets of Arizona, Northern Colorado and Wyoming. And, and essentially have through that really four years now that we've been, um, managing, um, their surgery centers for them. We've helped them grow from eight surgery centers to 27 surgery centers. So through combination of buying centers, building centers, converting centers, we've added 19 new um, banner surgery centers in the last four years. The significant growth, um, and that was based on their strategy. They wanted to build a broader network, ultimately for their, their patients, their physicians, their communities. Um, they've expanded into new markets that they were not in previously. And then with that, they had some market share goals. Banner has historically been very strong on the inpatient side and not strong on the outpatient side. And they wanted to um, ultimately increase their market share um, and presence on the outpatient side. And so through the execution of this strategy, um, including looking at position alignment objectives, um, they made the decision to allow their employed physicians, um, allow them to invest into their surgery centers, um, which was a big decision, but it's, um, it's really helped them to recruit doctors into their medical group and retain doctors in their medical group. And then we also have a very, um, broad, um, independent or community physician strategy that encourages physicians to, um, invest into the banner surgery centers alongside banner and alongside the employed physicians. Um, and that way physicians can stay independent if that's their preference, but have a, a partnership and alignment with, um, with banner. And so that in the process of doing this, um, banner has gained a lot of market share very, very rapidly. We've helped them add about $150 million in new ASC revenue, um, net revenue to their network in four years. They've added about 50,000 new cases and criminal cases annually to their surgery centers over the last four years and added over $25 million in, um, in EBITDA to their network. So it's been a very significant market share um, strategy for Banner. They now have a much broader network um, that's more geographically diverse, um, has the right specialty coverage. We have dedicated ortho centers now, dedicated cardiovascular centers, multiple multi-specialty centers. And so it, it really now supports their community much better as care is, is shifting into the surgery centers. And then I think, you know, from a integrated delivery network standpoint, it supports their primary care physicians. It supports their um, insurance products. And it, it really has been an important part of that, um, that continuum of care that they're trying to build. So it's, uh, it's been a good success story and a, a good case study that, um, yeah, we'd be uh, happy to share more with other health systems who are interested. Yeah, some impressive stats there on progress with expanding from eight to 27 ASCs and that 150 million in, in new ASC revenue that you mentioned. And I think some helpful details there too, in terms of Banner's decision to allow their employed physicians to invest in the ASC. Um, Eric, to close us out, if there are health systems that are considering an ASC management partnership, 
What are some of the crucial first steps that you would recommend to ensure smooth implementation and, and really create that foundation for a good working relationship? Yeah, it's a, it's a good place to start. So I think really looking um, you know, at, at the various options and, and who is a good fit. You know, I, I mentioned the mission, vision, values at the beginning, but I think that's a really important place to start is understanding who, you're, who you'd be partnered with and making sure that they're aligned with you. Um, and then really there's, at least from our, our standpoint, we typically begin with a term sheet that would outline the key aspects of the joint venture partnership, um, which includes the ownership, the joint venture, the ownership of the surgery centers, the management terms, the development terms, really the governance, the key governance terms at the JV level and at the AFC level. Um, and working through a term sheet first with a, with a management company. And that includes non-competes and exclusivity and, you know, potentially if they already have um, surgery centers in, in, in your market, you know, depending on who they're owned by, you know, I think it is important to know who the various management companies are owned by and if they are competitors to you or are really kind of independent at this point. And then once you find that, that partner, I think, you know, if you can get through a term sheet, you form a joint venture. And you know, my advice is to really start with the strategy first kind of the, the end in mind type thing and um, work towards that strategy, which gives you a really, really good playbook. You know, again, outlines where do you want to have surgery centers? What kind of surgery centers? What's your timeline? How does it support your physician alignment strategies? How does it support your service line strategies? What are your market share goals? I think the more you can quantify that, the better. And then um, we recommend you know, taking that to your board as a health system getting approval for the strategy and then um, the capital. It obviously does require capital upfront to buy and build new centers. And then we can support the, the forecasting and the financial side of it to show really what it, it could yield from a return standpoint. Surgery centers should be profitable when they're um, well-developed and well-managed. And so there should be a return of capital, but there also needs to be a an honest assessment of the impact of shifting care out of the hospitals and the timing of that so that the budgets can be aligned accordingly. And then, um, you know, hopefully through the, the strategy, there's, there's new market share that can offset some of the, the shift impact. But I do think the shift um, is happening and it depends on the market. But as we started off with the, the payer pressure, the patient pressure, the physician pressure, um, I don't think is, is going to lessen. It's probably only going to increase. And so really, if you haven't picked a partner or have a strategy, I think it's probably important to, to start doing that so that you can participate ultimately and in, in be in control of, of kind of the future from a, an ASC standpoint. Yeah, some great starting points to end on. Eric, thanks so much for your expertise and experience uh, on this discussion on ASC and health system partnerships today. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, the time and Nice talking with you. Yeah, absolutely. And we also want to thank the podcast sponsor, Atlas Healthcare Partners, for today's episode. Listeners, you can tune in to more podcasts from Beckers by visiting the podcast page on our website at beckershospitalreview.com.